Hello, you're listening to the Achieve With Me podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach, in my opinion, all of these things are very closely linked to having a positive mindset. And this has come up a lot for me in my journey towards success within my career. In fact, it still does. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from the last 13 years of my career, plus a good deal of confidence and communication techniques that you can start implementing today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Achieve With Me podcast. Now guys, I have got a real treat in store for you today. I'm delighted to be joined by a special guest and I know that you're going to get bags of value from this interview. So as I said, I'm joined today by Tamsin Hall, who is known as the interview cheerleader. Now Tamsin, welcome to the Achieve Me podcast. Please could you let us know a little bit more about you and what you're doing at the moment? Of course. Hello, everybody. Rachel, thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so excited to be here and I'm delighted to be able to help your audience. So, yes, as you said, my name is Tamsin and I am the interview cheerleader. So I'm here to support individuals to interview and career success, really focusing on our mindset and our our inner belief and our confidence and and how we communicate effectively and professionally but calmly. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we go into an interview setting or we're going into a situation at work where we lots of emotions could come up, we could be nervous, we could be anxious, we could be really worrying about what's going to happen. And actually when we get into that that mindset and that spiral, it comes across. So I'm really here and my business is all about supporting everybody and and helping everybody to find their, their inner belief and their inner light, their inner, inner shine, um, and just to come across in that professional way and that, that calm, collective professional. Job. I've got this. I'm capable of this. I'm amazing. I can do this. Um, and that, that's really what I'm all about. That's absolutely fantastic. And I know that a lot of our listeners are from a corporate background and we talk a lot about, you know, trying to get ahead within that career and I think that one of the things that you've outlined is that, you know, it's really about being able to effectively articulate your value within that. And because we need the confidence to do that, it can sometimes hold us back. So it's really great to have you on. And so we can sort of start to talk about ways in which we can bring ourselves across in the best way when going for new opportunities. So I think a really good place to start is possibly by going back a couple of stages. So almost looking at, you know, how do you identify what a good job for you to go for is? And how do you work at sort of aligning the skills that you've got to feel comfortable to even put yourself forward, I suppose? I think that's a really, really good question. And it all comes down to what do you enjoy what sets you alight? What gets you out of bed in the morning? And, and you think, yes, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I love to do. I think if we look back you know, years ago, possibly our, our grandparents or our grandparents' grandparents, they didn't have the luxury that we've got today. They had to go and do a job 
just to make money mm-hmm. and that might be in the industrial or, or you know making creating things working factories manufacturing all of that whereas now we have this luxury to think what do I enjoy and kind of incorporating our hobby and what we love to do into our day job because and, and you know especially at the moment when we've had the whole 12 months to go through and actually most of us are, are now working from home and so our home and work life is 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 kind of the, the lines now blurred actually doing something that you love to do just makes that that line so much easier to continue to be blurry that actually we can we can be more flexible in what we do and and it's it's really how i just identifying what you love to do what sets you alight and taking that and thinking in my current company you know it might be that you love working for your current company but actually the role that you're doing isn't challenging enough it isn't you know exciting enough it it isn't quite what you really want to be doing look at your company organization chart find out okay so so I want to do what my boss is doing or actually I want to go to a different department because what they do is amazing or I want to actually the guy that I spoke to at lunch in the canteen or or somebody in my team I want to do what he's doing because that that job sounds really exciting I'm a really big advocate that if you found a company that you like working for that you enjoy that their values align with yours I'm a really big advocate for staying with that company but developing and growing within that company Mm. and managers and leaders will love to hear that so if there's something that you want to do or there's some training that you want to do, talk to your, talk to your line manager, talk to your HR department, if you, know, if, if you have that, and say, you know, I want, I want to try this, or my, my, my love and my passion is, I don't know, accounting or HR or legal or, or sales or, or whatever it is, and they will help you to grow because they will want to keep you. Yeah. Good staff that want to stay with the company and you know, a, a cheerleaders for a company. Companies want to stick. They want they want people to stay, and actually, they will they they will support you with that dream and with that goal. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting because I think that traditionally we've all been sort of conditioned to think that well, if we're within a particular area of a business, you know, that's our niche. That's where our skills lie. It feels like it's always been promoted as quite a linear path previously and that let's say so my background in sales let's say you kind of start off at a sales executive level you'd only look at what was available for you to move forward Mm. you know along that line rather than like you say thinking actually I'm really interested in training and development for example absolutely you know there's so much of the potential there and I think that perhaps you know in the past businesses would have been a little bit more closed-minded about moving um across departments but really now they're all about cultivating that sort of integral passion that people have Mm. for the business as you said so yeah I think that times have changed and I think for anybody who's always felt well this is the next logical career path it doesn't always have to be what you think it should be absolutely absolutely is a really important thing to consider yeah definitely and also 
you know, even if you work for a small company, that company wants to grow. The CEO of that company, they want to grow and they want their business to grow. And and actually by saying, do you know what, I might be doing this today, but actually in five years' time I want to do this and I can grow with your company and I can we can together, we can achieve amazing things. What I want to do is start training or or looking at, at courses in in this, you know, maybe it's maybe it's HR. Maybe you're thinking, okay, so we haven't got a human resources department, but I'd love to know more about human resources. Actually, Mr. CEO, this is what I'd like to do. I'd like to, you know, in five years' time, head up your human resources department. I want to get the business to the stage where you have a human resources department. How can we work together? Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think I think sometimes we you're absolutely right. You know, we we think we're in this department, we're in this job, and that's it. There's nothing else. But actually, there's there's so much more. Every Everybody has something amazing to give and everybody has has something that they can they can really bring to the company and it might not be what you've expected it might not be what your manager expects yeah absolutely I agree with that I think I just want to touch on one of the things that you mentioned there Tamsin because I think that one of the things you sort of said was you know about having that proactive approach to be speaking to mm-hmm. I mean you mentioned the CEO Crikey, you know, I don't, I don't think I'd have felt comfortable to do that in, in my corporate role. And I think that, you know, that's relative to the size of the company and that sort of thing. But whether that's your immediate line manager, your director or your CEO, you know, what sort of tips of encouragement to improve confidence would you give women who are in that position who do want to proactively mention it, but don't really know where to start? Yeah, that, that's a really good, really good question. And I think we we have to get it straight in our mind what we want. And if you're going to if you're going to a CEO, you know, and and the CEO is this this really scary man or woman or somebody that you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how I could have a conversation on this level with them. What you need to do is you need to have it right in your mind. You need to understand what you want to do so let's let's stick with the human resources let's stick with this this example so you're in, working in a small company at the moment and maybe you have a line manager and then it's a ceo so you report to somebody then it's here or maybe you just report directly into the ceo and and a good leader will have a conversation with you and want to know your goals and your dreams and and where you want to go because a good leader will help and support you to get there mm-hmm. um obviously it's, uh, as probably you know, we we all know, good leaders are, are sometimes far and few between. So actually, it's it's about being that, taking that proactive approach. And if you're not going to be asked, tell them, tell them what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But have it clear in your mind first. So okay, so if you're at the moment you're 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 in a sales position, but you want to go into human resources, understand what you want to do. Understand potentially what courses you want to do, what training development you want to do, what the cost to the business will be but what the value to the business will be. And a CEO and a boss, they're doing what they do because they want growth. They want business growth. And so by going and saying, I want to do this course, it's going to cost you £5,000, they're going to come back to you and say, what benefit is it to the company? And if you don't know that, you're going to to fall, fall flat on your face. So it's about doing your preparation, a lot about preparing, preparing 
understanding your goal, your dream, understanding where that aligns in the business, how it's going to help the business. And when you go in and you and you talk to the CEO or, or your boss, you need to be telling them that you want to grow with the company. You can see this company growing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and being amazing in the sector and in the place that you're in and you want to be on that journey you want to stay you don't want to leave to go to another company you want to stay but actually your your dreams and your goals and what really sets you alight is by working human resources mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's around having that negotiation and actually the other person has to see the benefit that it will bring to them especially as a, as a boss or a ceo of course, so, effectively, what we're talking about is building a, an informal business case internally as to yeah. why we feel that we should be given the opportunity to move across. So, yeah, yeah I think that's that's really interesting because quite often we might be building business cases in our role day to day, but we might not even consider ourselves as a business case. So it's oh, just absolutely different thinking now. I know how these people operate. I know how they make mm-hmm. decisions. Let's just tailor this to how they would want to receive the information. Absolutely. And, and I, I've got a, a background in business psychology. So you know, I'm, I'm always looking at reading the other person and really understanding what drives them. Get to know them before, you know, you, you've got this in your mind. This is what you want to do over the next, you know, you're not saying you want to do it tomorrow. You're saying over the next five years or the next year, this is what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Actually get to know that person and find out what, what makes them tick. You know, are they, are they somebody that wants a lot of information and a lot of data, wants to know all the ins and outs? Or are they somebody that just wants an overview as to how it's actually going to help the business? Yeah. And I think looking at their personality styles and kind of tailoring what you want to get out of it and tailoring your, your, your business case, your presentation to them is really important. Yeah, it's absolutely so important to make sure you know who you're talking to and, you know, how best they receive information because I've made this mistake before with managers who just want a really quick, okay, what's the benefit? What do you need? And where are we going to get to? So yeah, that's a really valid point. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, that comes back to to understanding personality types and, and there's there's 16 different personality types, maybe 17 different personality types. So you can go quite in depth with this, but there's as a, as a high overview, you, you kind of have, you can have a big chunker or a small chunker. And a, um, you know, a, a big chunker is if, if, if I say to somebody, can you get me a coffee? They'll go to the coffee shop and they'll just pick up a coffee and they will bring back sugar and they'll just get just, maybe if I say cappuccino, they'll just get a cappuccino and bring it back. And that's a big chunker. Um, a small chunker will say to me, what size do you want? What type of milk do you want? Do you want chocolate sprinkles on top? Do you want syrup? Do you want sugar? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want that? And they have to know all the details. And big chunkers and small chunkers, actually, sometimes it can be really irritating as a big chunker for somebody to want to know all of those details <laughs> and vice versa. Um, so actually, if you have a if you have a manager who's a big chunker, and you're going with them with all these details, they will switch off after a couple of seconds because they'll be like, I just need the overview. Whereas if you've got somebody that's a big chunker who, um, so who's a small chunker and you don't give them those details, they won't buy into what you're saying because they want to know more. So 
I think it's really important that that's that's quite a basic overview. Like I said, there's there's loads more different personality styles, but that's that's quite a quick and easy way to really understand how much detail you need to go into when you're taking this business case to your line manager or to your CEO. What is their personality? What do they want? Yeah. And if it's just no view, just 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 go with a one page, you know, PowerPoint or even just just have a conversation with them and just say, this is what I want to do. I'm in it for the long haul. I believe in this company. I want to. I want to stay. I want to want to grow with the company. But also, whilst I enjoy what I'm doing now, this isn't what I want to do long term. I really want to have a a career in human resources. And I found this course. This is the value that I can add to the business if I do this. And you know, I do it in my own time. You know, I just wondered if the company could contribute to the funding for it because actually this is what I can do in the future this is how I could develop the company in the future and I can help with a b and z or x y and z um and just just keep it as as either as 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 brief or as in detail as your your boss or your ceo's personality type wants and reflect that but one thing I will say if you have got a, a ceo or a line manager who wants something that's that's kind of a um uh a very high overview always have those details to hand if they ask how much will it cost how long is it going to take what do you need from me what external support do you need what tutoring what governance do you need and they might ask those questions so have everything ready so that you're confident when you're when you're having that conversation because you know all the details and really to help with your confidence this is this is something that will benefit the company. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, we're very good as, as, as humans, especially as, as women, to not offer our capabilities, not, not put ourselves forward. But actually, if you don't put yourself forward, you're, you're letting your potential um, customers or company or, 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 or CEO, you're letting them down because actually you're not, you're not putting your, your best self forward. You're not offering something amazing and don't hide it because you've got so much to offer, mm-hmm. so much to offer. Yeah. And by not sharing it with the world, you're not going to make a difference. So if there's something you really, really want to do, a passion that you, you really want to follow, follow it, do it. And what's the worst that can happen? You go to your, your CEO, your boss, and they go, actually, do you know what, right now, I can't, I can't support you. I haven't got the money to support you. It's not the right time, or I don't see the company going that direction. Well, then you know, and then you can make that decision. Okay, so what, I, what do I want to do? You, you, know, you, you can always aim for your goal, do any training or development you want to. Do it yourself. Put yourself through it. Mm-hmm. Lots of people do. Um, but you can still continue doing the job you're doing. You can t- still continue to support the company that you're working with. Um, but if you do get rejected and your boss does say to you, actually, don't know, this isn't right, understand why. Understand yeah. why. Because if we don't ask questions and we don't ask for feedback, we then send ourselves in a spiral of, oh, my gosh, it's me, they don't like me. And within seconds, your, your inner critic, who um, is – I talk a lot about an inner critic because – I mean, a critic's that voice inside us that, that tells us you can't do this, you can't do that, you're not, you're not good enough. Um, and if you, if you don't ask questions 
as to why your boss or your CEO isn't on board with you, your inner critic will turn it around and tell you it's because you're not good enough. Mm. When chances are the reason is because the company hasn't got any money. Yeah, it's, or, it's so, so true. And it's so important to, to first of all, to, to your earlier point, you know, to make sure that you're not doing everyone a disservice by mm. holding back talent that you've got. But also just to really get the facts. Like my mantra is get the facts. Do not let I love that run wild because it's not true. You know, the thoughts that you have are not all true. And it's just so important to remember that. So I think, you know, we've covered off a really important area of looking at what other potential roles are available to you within that business. And this is perfect for a situation where you've got a really good cultural fit within the business. Um, they may have really good benefits that you, that you want to retain and they may be going places. But what about Tamsin, if you're in a situation where there just isn't that that aligned values within the business, you feel that, that, that your creativity has potentially been stifled in the past and you don't want to be in that situation again, and you feel that there's other opportunity for you outside of that organisation, you know, where's a good place to start aside from, you know, looking for looking out there as to what's on the market you know what's the best way to make sure you're aligning yourself with a better cultural fit that's a great question and something that um that I talk about a lot in in when I'm helping people and supporting people through interviewing because actually we might be going for a job interview um and the company might be asking us all these questions about whether we're a right fit but we really need to know if they're a right fit for us yes because actually a long-term career and a career with a company who you want to get on board with, you want to stay for the long term, they have to be a right fit for you. And there's so many people out there that are just not in the right company. And I understand that. And I think those values are so important to align with your company because you're the face of the company Mm -hmm. and you have to believe in them. So if you're in a situation, um, like Rachel has explained, where actually you're doing a job, but you're you can't see a long-term future, that's okay. It's absolutely okay. And I think the first thing to do is to really understand what you want to do. What's your dream? What's your goal? Are you in your dream job, but you're just not in the right company? Mm. And once you understand that and understand maybe, so, so you're in the right job, You love your job, but not the right company. Well, that's an easy fix. You've got the experience. You've got you've got a CV that's that's bursting full of experience, and and you know your stuff. You just need to find the right company for you. And I would start start by looking on places like Glassdoor, looking at reviews, looking your sector. What company do you really really want to work with? What company do you think? Wow, their values, everything they do is so in align with me. So go onto Glassdoor, use the internet, find that company that you really want to work with and don't wait for them to advertise a position. Reach out to them. Reach out to the, the, the HR department. Reach out to use the power of LinkedIn. Reach out to, to managers in that company and just say, I want to work for your company. And companies love that. They love people seeking them out and saying, I want to work for your company and this is what I can bring to you. So I think if you've, that's an easy fix. If you're in the right job, but just not in the right company. And it doesn't have to happen overnight. You don't have to hand your notice in tomorrow 
and then be desperately trying to find the right company. You can take time to find the right company. But I think it's really important that you do work for a company with the right values as you because we're at work so much. It takes up a huge percentage of our day. We need to work for a company that we truly believe in. Oh, definitely. And mm. I love the tip about using Glassdoor. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar, and times that you'll probably be able to describe it better than me, but effectively it's a platform for employees to review the business that they're working for and talk about benefits, pros and cons about working there. And it really, it's, it's quite unique because you don't mm. often get that honest, um, almost anonymous overview from people. So I think, again, that's a perfect way of exploring what sort of values that company might be able to offer you. It's a really, really good tip there. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And, and a Glassdoor also is a, is a recruitment platform so that there are some jobs advertised on Glassdoor as well. Right. But it's, it's a bit like um, Trustpilot or Google Reviews for staff. So it's, it's great. It's a really good platform to utilise and to use. And then I suppose just following on from that, Rachel, is, is talking about what if you're in the wrong job and in the wrong company? Mm. What do you do then? Well, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, which is, is really finding out what do you want to do? What, what do you enjoy? What, what career do you want? And don't, don't hold back. Don't hold back. Find out. Just, just really explore careers and jobs that are out there. And then once you know what job, once you see a job, you're like, oh, my gosh, that really, that that role I want to do that role that's my perfect role find that role on Glassdoor read a recruitment platform find a role and and look at what they're looking for really identify so what does that job profile what do they say I need to apply for that job mm. and it might be they want a certain experience or they might be they want certain qualifications and then it's thinking, okay, so this may take me five years to, ha- to, to gain that experience and to gain those qualifications. But actually, this is what I really want to do. Yeah. And I can, I can aim for that. And I can, I can start studying. I can start maybe, um, maybe you need to start going and, and volunteering somewhere. Or maybe you need to, you could start doing, doing little bits of, of, of the experience they want Find out how can you gain that experience and what can you do? And then you've got it within within X amount of time. You know what qualifications you need. You've gone out there. You've got some qualifications. You've taken courses. You've gained experience by volunteering, by, by reaching out to, you know, use, use the company you're with. If you going back to our, our human resources example if you want to to, you want to explore a career in human resources your company has a human resources department but you don't want to stay with your company well they don't need to know that go and say can I you know can I can I do a bit of can I find out what you do in human resources can I spend a couple of hours just sitting with you and understanding what you do this might be a career that I want to go down yeah I'm definitely a huge advocate for whether you're thinking of moving on from your job or not. I'm a huge advocate for sort of creating relationships with different departments because I think that understanding people's perspective and what they're going through day to day helps you understand kind of 
what cog you are in the machine that is the business and understanding the impact that you have. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that, you know, such a good place to start if you are just looking at, oh gosh, what do I want to do mm. is really thinking about the tasks within your day that light you up. Like oh yeah. Love doing. And I know yeah. that you'll agree with this because it's so important to, we all think that you know, we have to have a balance of different tasks that we do. And yeah, you know, not everyone loves their job. I don't think that's true. And I'd love mm. your view on this, Tamsin, because personally, I, I, in the past, I've always thought, oh, you know, job's a job. But there's no reason why you can't do something that's absolutely tailor-made for you. Absolutely, without a doubt. And you're absolutely right. There, there'll be aspects of your daily job that you do that you love they're there whether it's talking to customers or talking to staff or creating something or developing something or writing content or or whatever it is there'll be something that you love to do and I think it's taking that and and running with it and you know nowadays because because we are because we're living so much longer and it we we're not retiring till we're 70 75 maybe older nowadays people do have a couple of different careers throughout their life it isn't just a case of I've chosen a career at 18 and I've got to stick to it you haven't got to stick to it you haven't got to stick to anything and it's okay to say do you know what I've done this job for the last x amount of years it's now not for me I've changed and I've grown as a person and I want to do something different and that's absolutely fine. And I think sometimes people have this, this misconception that if I want to change careers, I've got to take a huge pay cut and I've got to change, I've, I've got to do it all, finish one career and start another career. You don't have to. Now you can, you can really take time to explore what you love to do and find that. And almost have them running alongside each other if yeah. it's, you know, learning and developing and and find and, and gaining that experience alongside your day job that's okay that's okay yeah it's really interesting you say that because I'm you know we're both in in the sort of personal development um sector and I think that I'm so interested in that and personally you know think outside the box and thinking mm. about what sort of online learning you can do. So there's um, platforms such as Udemy that have online courses in absolutely everything. Absolutely. Like you name it, it's out there um, for really affordable price. Mm. So even if you think, well, like go back to the HR thing, let's say, even if you think, oh, I think I might like to do that, but I don't really know what it entails. Do your own independent research. Mm. Um, and you can get an idea for what sort of things you might be doing in that role just by doing that so yeah I totally agree like have that initiative oh absolutely yes also tell you yes absolutely and also on the, on the back of that the Open University have a huge amount of free courses as well yeah right so you can go on to the Open it's, it's Open Learn and especially over the pandemic, they've increased the number of free courses they have. So you can try different things, test it out, go in and have a look at, have a look at human resources, have a look at psychology, have a look at business management, have a look at, you know, whatever you fancy. 
if yeah. you're if you're like I don't know I don't know I just know that what I'm doing now isn't right for me yeah the options are there and I think yeah. there's so many things that we within this age have got going for us you know we talked earlier about you know how things have come on in terms of you know working from home and that sort of thing you know location you know our grandparents as you said at the beginning would just have had to have worked somewhere that was either within the town they lived or they'd have to go away and stay away. You know, that's archaic now. You can do any job from anywhere. And we're so, so lucky to be part of that time where we can evolve as a person without having to be so reliant on our geographical location. So without a doubt. And and I think, you know, if if we look back over the last 12 months, and I know the pandemic has been horrendous, but actually, let's look at the positives that come out of it. Let's turn that on its head and think, yes, do you know what? I can now, I can now work from, from home. I've now got the flexibility to, to go for jobs that are miles away from where I live because I don't have to go into the office every day. Yeah. And it's opened up so, so much for us. We just need to see it. Yeah. And, and I think there's people also out there that are possibly listening to this that maybe haven't got the, the belief in themselves and maybe think, this all sounds great, but I just don't think, I don't think I've got it in me. I don't think I'm capable of doing anything apart from what I'm doing because I've been doing maybe um, accounting, for example. I've been doing this for the last 20 years. I can't go off and do something completely different. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I don't, I don't think I can. But if what you're doing isn't setting you alight and isn't getting you out of bed and thinking, I can't wait for my day, I can't wait for what's ahead of me, then change it. It doesn't matter if it takes you a year or five years because you'll still reach a five-year mark and you still might be doing the same job that you don't enjoy every (laughs) single day. Change it. Change it now. Do it. You everybody's amazing everybody has got amazingness inside of us and you know deep down what what part what element of your job or what element of life you love and you enjoy and I just think we just all need to do something that we enjoy and that we love doing mm-hmm. and you know I've I know, Rachel, you you will have everybody's back. I've got everybody's back. You know, we believe in you. We believe you can do this. We believe whatever you want to do, you can achieve it. Yeah. It will take hard work. It won't be easy. Yeah, of course. But it's not even just a belief. It, it We know. We know that everybody has this potential because mm. of the work that we've done and the studies that we've done. And it, it can feel quite difficult to believe that anything is possible for you. But you know, the resources are out there to support you. So we've talked through, you know, online learning, talked about some of the work that Tamsin's doing with, you know, really getting people prepared for, you know, interviews and providing that in-depth knowledge of what actually goes on in that process. So if anything does feel daunting, you know, people are out there, people are experts to here to help you. And, you know, even in the work that I do as a life coach, I'll often be, you know, helping people get to the core of, what it is that they're actually meant to do. So sometimes even if you think, gosh, I don't know where to start, you know, people are out there to help you. There's no excuse in life anymore to sit there and say, mm, I hate my job. Yeah, you know, you mm. can do that for a while, but really 
after a certain time, like Thameson says, the time's going to pass anyway. You know, you might as well have a little explore around, do your own independent research and really just try and get to the heart of what you should be doing. And it's so much more fulfilling doing a role that you love, I promise you. Isn't it? Absolutely, without a doubt. And also, you know, we've we've all been there. We've all been in that situation. There's a lots of famous people, and, and I can't for the life of me think of think of a name of somebody now. But there's a lot of famous people who got to forty and didn't know what they wanted to do. There's, there's a famous actor who was, I think, he was flipping burgers up until he was forty-five. Yeah. So it's okay. It's and if I think of it, I'll let you know. So you could put it in the show notes. <laughs> I could think it was. My mind's gone completely blank. Um, but you know, it's okay. Not every. You know, all of us. All of us. We've worked hard to get where we are, and don't compare where you are now with somebody, with somebody else's journey, because. They have decided five, ten years ago, this is what they wanted to do. And so they spent the last five, ten years developing, learning, doing everything they needed to do to get there. Don't compare where you are to there ten years ago to where they are now. That's everybody. We 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 look at people and we go, gosh, well then they know what they're doing. They've been doing it so long. And it's like, but everybody's had a day one. (laughs) You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so so yeah, don't compare your day one with someone else's day six hundred and fifty. Yeah. It's just it's just totally different ball Mm -hmm. game. And I think um we do compare, you know, we're in a in a culture of comparison unfortunately with social media and that sort of thing and you know it's really important to kind of think about your life and where you are and why don't you reflect on where you've got to now you know really just congratulate yourself on that and think about the choices that you want to make for your future rather than looking at somebody else because you know it's a lot more healthy and it's a lot more helpful to you as well in terms of moving forward so I love that yeah absolutely I I do a a piece in in my book and on my course about comparisons in the interview process because if you think back to when we used to have face-to-face interviews and we used to go into an office to have an interview how many times are you sitting in a room and the other candidate comes out and you're like oh my gosh they've built up really great rapport with the interviewer oh look at their shoes they look amazing I don't know like that yeah oh I can't do that and then all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so strange isn't it because you think you see what you want to see and you think Mm. oh they've had a great interview you can tell they're just bounding out of there but everybody bounds out of interviews they're so relieved it's over (laughs) (laughs) we don't think of it like that So, yeah, it's really interesting. Well, I think we've gone through some really, really helpful things that should really help the listeners be able to really hone in on what it is they want to do in life and hopefully some tips just to kind of help them get started in thinking about that. Um, To accompany this interview, I'm going to provide some journaling prompts to all the listeners just to, to kind of help show what questions we should be asking ourselves to define where our strengths lie, um, which hopefully should really help with that kind of process where we're really looking at what we want to do um but I just wanted to add at the end um really Tamsin you know people will have been really inspired by a lot of the words that you've said today and we're so grateful that you came on you know if they did want to find you you know where can they find you are you on social media for your website do you want to share that information yeah of course thank you so I am the interview cheerleader so you can google the interview cheerleader I'm on Instagram 
Facebook and Twitter. And Rachel, what I'd really like to do is for your audience, I'd like to offer your audience 10% off my um, my courses and my workbooks and my one-to-one um, offering as well. So if anybody does want to go onto my website and they want to take up one of my uh, one of my products. So this is available for everything apart from my physical book um, because that's on Amazon and I have not worked out how to put a discount onto Amazon yet. <laughs> so um, anything that's available through my website apart from the, the actual book, I'm going to offer your listeners 10% off. So I'll give you the code so you can pop it in the show notes. That is so generous. Thank you so much. And I know there's definitely going to be people who will want to take advantage of that. Guys, definitely check Chamsin out. She will be able to help you. Um, 10% off as well. As we said, that's hugely, hugely beneficial for them. So I will pop the links to find Tamsin in the show notes along with the code. Um, so thank you very much. And then just to end, um, any one piece of advice that you would give to anybody who is looking to change, but feels like they're being held back by fear oh you are amazing that light that you see shining other people it's there in you it's there ready to be shining and believe in yourself find that in your amazingness it's there I know it's there Rachel knows it's there we've we've absolutely we, we've got your back and just 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 find it if you need help finding it we are here to support you and we absolutely believe in you because you are amazing perfect that is so great to hear great advice again Tamsin thank you so much right guys well I'm going to round up the episode for today as I said I really really hope that you guys enjoyed this interview I know that I personally got so much from it as well Um, I'll include the information in the show notes and if you like what you heard please do leave a rating and a review it's much appreciated thanks very much thank you so much for listening to the achieve with me podcast today if you like what you heard please do leave me a rating and a review and if you haven't already please do hit subscribe so you'll be notified of any future episodes being published have a fantastic day bye